Hi, I'm Jack. And I'm Kevin. This is Good Company in the Car. Good afternoon, Carjack. <laughs> Carjack? Yeah. That's the best you can come up with, I, really. I'm worried I've used that one it's before, It's better that actually. you may have. It's better than hijack. Don't say that on a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Carjack yeah, yeah, is important because yeah. you really like your cars. I do. Well, that is true. That is, that is, that I do like a, I do like a nice vehicle. You do. Uh, there's a place, uh, down in Fort Lauderdale that's got oh, the really yes. nice ones in the window, but you don't want to go visit it because you're just going to be, yeah, it's like candy that you can't eat. Cause Kevin has suggested, well, Hey, we could go look at the, we could go look at the fancy schmancy cars and it's called Fort Lauderdale collection. Yeah. There's two of them. Yeah. Now. The one you like the one that's a little smaller, a little older. Right. Because, uh, there's, they have uh, slightly older cars because my car o- cars of choice are late eighties, early nine. That that car, but the one it had th- this. It's a used car lot, mind you, and it had three Rolls Royces in yeah. the window. But, and but they're luxury used. Oh cars. yeah, these are collectible. These are, these there's are, nothing at all. Second yeah, about these are these. very these are... nice. And there's a couple of the there's a Mercedes a blue uh, two door SL, the kind that Steve Austin had on the Six Million Dollar Man. Cool. And yeah, I never would have caught picked up on that. And he lived in that very top. Oh yes, and Lee Majors lives in that uh, apartment building down there, near uh, uh, off of uh, the beach at uh, Fort Lauderdale. You can see it from the Coral Ridge if, Yacht Club. From the Coral Ridge <laughs> Yacht Club, and if you take the uh, water taxi, they point it out to you the building. Uh-huh. So that's great. You, know. you almost had to rent a car a couple of weeks ago because you did not want to take the VW Beetle to Pennsylvania. I, for a oh, I know. Cave. So we're going to be talking about funerals now. Let, let's just give a little forewarning or whatever the, the warning or term. What is forewarning? No, a little, little warning, a little warning. I think, and I think funerals and the talk of death and very morose, morbid things surrounding death, dying, and funerals as very casual. We in my family, Mr. And Mrs. Evans and my sister and myself, talk about it very casually, saying things over the dinner table. Well, when I die, ba ba ba, or at my funeral, ba ba ba, or remember, you know, so mm-hmm. so. And being from a small town, Parksburg, West Virginia, there was only one funeral home. The funeral home was Levitt's funeral home. Mm-hmm. Now, Levitt's funeral home has been there. Now, this isn't about Levitt's, but I find this incredibly interesting. They're in the same location they've been in forever. Now, I, I don't know when they moved or whatever, but it was an old Victorian house. Mm-hmm. It's and, and, and they have the pocket doors and all that. And I remember when I was little, the, you know, I remember the wood staircase and I remember the 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 creakiness of it and the sure. the Adams family esque you know parlor I'm doing air quotes parlor feel of the rooms yeah and it was a definitely a funeral parlor and the Levitt started off as ice delivery and I think it was a livery stable or something and somehow it moved into good for them moved, moved into funeral uh-huh. so um, almost everybody that I can think of in my family in West Virginia has been has gone through. Uh, Levitt's funeral home. If I was still living there, perhaps I would make plans to go there too, but I'm not shipping my body back to West Virginia to go to Levitt's <laughs> when, I, when I drop dead. Mr. and Mrs. Evans are buried there. A lot of my family's buried and there. Your, your, your mom got, your dad got one room, your mom got two. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the, how you judge these things, like, I know this is really petty, but if you go to a funeral, 
when you when you're at a funeral, you judge how many people are there and and how what the turnout is the and all that. Being judged, the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so at, Lev- at Levitt's funeral home, depending on which room you got put in, was how popular <laughs> you mm. you were or what the expectation of uh, of people. Now I've been there before where. It used to have, I want to say, four or five different uh, rooms? layout rooms, yeah. you know, showing rooms, you know, because they would pull the pocket door shut. Mm-hmm. And so, and my dad had the entire left side of the building. Yeah. So that was one, three or four rooms with the pocket doors open. So and your was dad the, was worried that no one would dad remember Dad was like, him. no one's going to remember me. So uh, dad's funeral was a huge turnout, much bigger than... I think he ever ever expected. We were a little astonished that by it. It was mm-hmm. it was quite interesting. And then the they've remodeled the building a million times, and now the chapel is on the right hand side of the building. There used to be showing rooms over there, but now it's the chapel on that side. And and we had the whole chapel for dad. <laughs> so so dad took up the whole building for, okay. for his funeral. Now not to be outdone, which is funny because that's such a silly thing. So when Mrs. Evans died, she did get the whole, uh, she did get all the rooms for the showing, but she, you always viewing. correct me. Viewing. You say viewing. I've always said showing. I don't know why. It's not a car dealership. I don't know whether I'm saying it incorrectly or that's what we say. I don't know, but I always uh-huh. say showing, okay. not viewing. And then uh, she had the, she also had the chapel, but she only had half of the chapel. Oh, I thought your mom got the big, big turnout. No, no, no. Dad got the big, because, you know, dad got the much bigger turnout, which is, which is fine. Nobody really cares. But, you know, it's kind of one of those things. So, but apparently they do. (laughs) Well, and and then, of course, like I was saying, like growing up, going to the, my sister used to say that too. We we went to a lot of funerals. Like my sister's like, and when I say funerals, I don't necessarily mean the funeral. I mean going to the funeral home. Right. and then a lot of funerals, you a lot of the people would have the sh- the viewing at the at the funeral home, and then they would have the funeral at a church, or it was always it was all this up. We just we just did everything at the funeral home, and then you would have the reception. Everybody bring out the home cooked, and meals, everybody right? would bring good food. Exactly. So <laughs> I remember because we were there all the time. I knew there was a room upstairs that had donuts in it. <laughs> there was always a room upstairs with donuts. So, so you know, Christy and I'd sneak upstairs and like not sneak exactly, but we'd Walk go backwards upstairs. Up the stairs. <laughs> well, no, because the upstairs was offices and stuff, yeah. and I think there were caskets. Yeah, because we were in the casket showing room on the second floor. Mm. So, and we would go up there and have donuts or whatever, and you know, you'd go up there for the good coffee, not the burnt stuff that was on the first floor. And you yeah, know, as I, a child, you drink coffee. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I remember. <laughs> I can't imagine what you would have been like. <laughs> I get either. But I remember my aunt and aunt were going, oh, I'm going upstairs for the coffee. It's better on the second floor. I remember, you know, like the first. It's real small Because it was that big, it was that really big com- commercial coffee pot downstairs. Right. The coffee didn't taste good. And like I said, every relative, my grandfather, you know, they all went there. So um, uh, I have permission to talk about this, but I'm going to use very vague terms. So my best friend, Frank, his his dad passed away. And it was very sad. I don't think I'm going to get choked up, but I might get choked up because Frank was like, oh, my dad died. And his, and, and again, our parents, we're us, Kevin, me, you know, we have older parents. Mm. Everybody that I know That's has older parents. So, so Frank's father passing away was not. It wasn't untimely and he'd been it, ill, hadn't it he? It wasn't untimely. It wasn't a surprise, but it was like, it's always you know, still oh, hard. you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, because my friend Frank is very, uh, 
direct with me. <laughs> Blunt is the word you're looking for. <laughs> I did not tell him. I did not tell him I was going to go up for. I didn't. I didn't actually attend. Well, I didn't tell him I was coming up because I didn't want him to micromanage me. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I'll just drive up and I'll just show up for the showing, and then I'll do it, and then I'll you know do my thing, and and then I wasn't going to go to the funeral the next day because I had to drive back down here. I was going to rent a car. Oh my God! Have you tried to rent a car recently? Have I? I right before we hit the record button, I was looking at renting down in Fort Lauderdale. It's still just as bad. Oh my God! They want seven hundred bucks for a compact for nine. I days. tried to rent a car. I was going just basically going to rent one for one night, possibly mm-hmm. two, and it was like a hundred dollars a night that's it's unbelievable yeah it's crazy right now it should oh and one side note i got to babysit the puss while you were in Pennsylvania. you got to babysit the puss and he was an angel he's an angel for everybody but me yeah everybody but me it was a pleasant i'll do it semi-chronologically because you know i'll get out of place because even though it was a funeral it was a very pleasant experience now frank and i have known each other for over 30 years Mm -hmm. I don't know how the hell he's, he, you know, I, I don't know how it's happened, but we've stayed friends for all this time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, I drive up and it was a beautiful day. You do have to name the city because that's a really important Scranton. Scranton, from, Pennsylvania. Frank is from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Dunder Mifflin So, country. and that's like, yes, exactly. There's actually a tourist industry in Scranton because for of that. Dunder Mifflin. Because of in Scranton, yeah, yeah, Dunder Mifflin. And there is nothing in Scranton. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. I don't care how you jazz it up. Scranton is a very bleak <laughs> place. Uh, it was a beautiful day. The, there's nothing wrong with my Volkswagen, but it's a 2007. Right. It's- Describe the drive up. <laughs> Tunes were a blare, and you're singing at the top of your I lungs. I did. I had you my had the windows down. You had your bag of low carb snacks. Uh, so what we'll was it? Your later. refrigerator went out. Your refrigerator yeah, stopped yeah, yeah. working. <laughs> I was. Uh, because the weather was nice, I really didn't notice that the air conditioning in the Volkswagen wasn't working. Yeah, but it was it was it was cool. It really wasn't a problem. And there was something else. What was the other bad thing? There was something else happened, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And it was just one little thing after another. Anyway, so I get in the car. I have the windows down. Well, I wish that refrigerator were a little thing, but fifteen hundred dollars. Well, but later, you know, but... it's all the in the grand scheme of things, your refrigerator dying is yeah. a little thing. Back to the highway, hidden to Scranton. Head to Scranton. So it's like a three-hour, four-hour, four-hour drive. Yeah, three four and a half, hour four drive. hours. You- yeah. I don't even think to me that's nothing. Yeah. That's I, I'm dating myself. That's two CDs and a McDonald's stop. You know, like, you know, you just go. Uh-huh. You don't think about it. The drive up there is pretty pleasant. Oh, I forgot pants. That's what I forgot. That's it. As you very well know, I'm a little on the heavy side. Quiet. And <laughs> <laughs> so when events come up where I have to look decent, meaning I have to dress up, I have to try on a bunch of clothes because I never know what is or is not going to fit. And it's not that I have a fat wardrobe and a thin wardrobe. It's just like, well, those fit last year. Let's see if they fit this year. So uh, I was able to put together, in my opinion, a nice looking outfit. You look nice. I don't like to wear, I don't wear sport. I don't wear a tie, gun to my head, I will. I just, I hate, hate it. So I wanted to look respectful, but I didn't want to get dressed up. So I ended up going with a a long sleeve gray striped dress shirt, a gray sweater vest, and a pair of khakis. And these great little green suede uh, jack boots. (laughs) And And uh, you had to stop in York to buy the pants? Right, so. Yeah. I drop the puss off at Kevin's and I'm, I'm, you know, rocketing, north. tooting up, just a root toot, tooting up the belt, up the highway to, to Scranton. And I'm outside of York, no Harrisburg, Harrisburg. Harrisburg. And I'm like, I don't have my pants. Yeah. And I'm like, 
did I forget to, did I forget? So I stopped and pulled over and I opened my suitcase. Sure enough, the pants are in there. And of course, vividly at that point, remember them hanging in the living room. Yeah, you waltz right past them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, because I didn't want to have to, again, back to the being a little larger than average, I didn't want to deal with going into a store and having to fight to find a size. So I just quickly Googled DXL. If you don't know what DXL is, it is a fat boy. I call it the fat boy store. Sorry if that offends anybody who is a little on the heavier side. I call it the fat boy. There's, I think their sizes start at like, it's big and tall shop. So I think the waist sizes start at like 40 or maybe the high 30s. But you know, you can get the really long pants for the really tall people. But I knew... I could stroll in there, pick a size, try them on, and I knew they would fit. That wouldn't require tailoring or anything like that. I knew I could find a pair off the rack. <laughs> now, again, if you know me or you know hear heard me babble on about stuff, I don't like to pay retail. I am a big mm-hmm. believer in secondhand goods. <laughs> that reminds me of on MASH one time. Hawkeye was really trying to insult Charles Emerson Winchester, and he's like, Hey, Charles, your mom buys her clothes off the rack. (laughs) (laughs) I thought his... That is very, very funny. (laughs) I love the Hawkeye character. Alan Alda, you were born for that role. Back in my past, I was a huge shopper. It was like... I I had a I had regular salespeople at the different department stores. Mm-hmm. When I walked in, they knew me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't necessarily my name, but they're like, oh that's that guy, you know. Uh. And I shopped at Nordstrom and Macy's, and you know there there were there there lower high end department stores. You but know. we knew we could just walk in and walk out of DXL. Right. So I haven't paid full retail for clothing in years. You paid full retail. This I time. had to pay full retail. <laughs> so for a pair of khakis a plain flat front (laughs) of khakis i paid 65 (laughs) dollars now that is that is not a lot of money technically i mean it is but i knew you know if you'd shopped around a little i could have found something for 20 or 30 or whatever but i didn't have time yeah and literally i ran into the store and i know to the woman working there i must have looked like a crazy person because well, i ran she in was right well yeah yeah i ran in i'm looking for color i see tan and navy blue i walk straight for tan and navy blue i'm zipping through the sizes uh-huh. i got three pairs and three different sizes because i wasn't sure which ones would fit right. best again because it's a fat boy store so they're a little lenient on the sizes Mm -hmm. so 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 i I run back to the trying room and none of those worked and i run back out the trying room the trying yeah exactly (laughs) and i run right back out and i found another pair and she's like and she's trying to engage me Uh now you're on a mission i'm on a mission obviously (laughs) i'm sweating profusely i'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off because this is cutting into my travel time i have to be at the funeral home at four o'clock. Right. And I had it timed down. So Out of I, my way, woman, you body checker. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I have to be at Scranton, check into my hotel, take a shower, get dressed, and be at the funeral home at four o'clock. I had time to spare, but this isn't how I wanted to waste my time. Right. I go in, I find that, and, she, and she's trying, oh, do you have a job interview? Do you have the, and I'm like, no, no, no. Well, is is you seem to be in her? I have to go to a funeral, and she, and of course, that shut her down. You know, it's like, yeah. and she, do you want to sign up for? No, can I just pay for the pants? So, long please? story short, you get out of there, you're get, back I, on the highway, and, and then that goes back to that. Every time you buy something now, are you part of our reward program? Are no. You, do you have? Do you have it? What's your? Listen, here's money. Give me the shit so I can leave. And they did. 
So I get back in the car and I, this is Harrisburg. I think it's, I got another like hour, maybe an hour and a half to get to Scranton. Now, uh, back to my uh, large size, Kevin mentioned my low carb uh, snacks. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk detail. about that. But but the funny part is, is uh, these low carb keto diet snacks. Some of them aren't half bad, and um, that's that's pretty generous for me. So for me to get back in the car and just shove one in my mouth <laughs> because you know it's either that or liquor. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I had a, so I had so a, it's like an epipen. Exactly, you know? <laughs> exactly. You're shutting down. So I had my little. Atkins chocolate bar, zip back on the highway, and blah, I made it to the funeral home one time. Now, I might get choked up when I tell this. I'm going to try not to. So I get dressed and everything. And, of course, it's time of COVID. Everybody's got masks Very nice on. hotel in Scranton. The nice Very, hotel Oh, I stayed at the Lackawanna R- Radisson, which is in an old train uh, station. Yeah, train deep, and train it station, is yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It's got a little, it could it could scrub up a little bit, but it was, it was pretty elegante. I was very pleased with my room. My mm-hmm. room was very comfortable and uh, properly, uh, uh, uh-huh. uh acquitted. Uh, acquitted. Uh, so, uh, so I, I get to the hotel, I get changed. I'm Take a rushing. couple of selfies in the elevator, send them to me. You look very nice. I didn't look, ha- I was okay. But uh, so as I'm getting ready now, this is another little thing. I brush my teeth in the shower. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I do it, but I do. At home, I have my Sonicare. Yeah. But when I travel, I don't take my Sonicare. I take a regular toothbrush. Okay. Because I don't want to pack it. So <laughs> I, I'm in the shower. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm brushing my teeth to get ready to go to the thing. And after I brush my teeth, I always chuck my toothbrush into the sink. Yep. So the, <laughs> so the, so the, so the, so the angle of the, bathtub sink combo i chuck my toothbrush it hits the sink rounds off the bottom and ricochets back out plunks right into the toilet i want in my mind that is going to be the picture for this episode the picture of my toothbrush in my mind that guy the the uh, basketball player on the geico commercial right now he was famous yeah he's got the voice it's so creepy and he's from cameroon and he was famous for knocking down rebound shots and stuff and and i just imagine him running into the bathroom and knocking (laughs) I know. So, and I just laughed. I just stood in the shower and laughed. Yeah. Because, okay, so the air conditioning's out. There's no pan. I'm just like, oh, but I'm here. I made it on time. So I get dressed. I go, I walk into the funeral home and I go in and, you know, they sign your name in and I walk in. And you see Frank. <laughs> I see Frank, and we both just burst out crying because Frank and I. Frank is not an emotional person. And, no, he's and I, not, I am rule. lately because you know I've had a couple nervous breakdowns, so it's so much easier for me to touch my emotions <laughs> than for others. And you know, and he, I have known him for thirty years. I know his family. Mm-hmm. I've met them all. I've been to Scranton. They've been here. You know, it's we're very inter. You, I think you, of, you went up and cut off short shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, it was much better than. But his, I think of his brothers, you know, he's got a, 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 Irish a football family. team yeah. of brothers yeah. and sisters. There's a lot of them. And, uh, that's how we do. That's exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and all, I think of his extended family as cousins. Like yeah. they're, they're people you, you know, only yeah, see yeah. once or twice a year, maybe, but you know, whatever. So I go and so we're both crying. It was very emotional. And of course I'm like, I hope you're not mad at me for coming. <laughs> and he starts like, why would I? be mad at you and like i envisioned me walking in what are you doing here go over there and sit down that's actually what i had in mind and uh of course after i greeted the 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 the, the family members and everything i just went to the back of the, you know the room and sat down because 
I I'm not going to know the locals, you no. know. So so the future, the thing goes. Now they are uh, Roman Ir- Irish Roman Catholic, old school Scranton Irish Catholic, exactly. And one of the, uh, the, Frank's sister Terry, my favorite, Terry is hey, married. Terry. Hi Terry. Terry's married. <laughs> Ter- Terry's her. The man she's married to is Malik Malachi. Malachi, oh, Eastern uh, Orthodox? R- 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 uh, e- not Russian. Sc- Eastern Orthodox. With, with, yes, I'm just going to screw it all up. Malachite. I don't Because I think his heritage is Lebanese, so there's okay. a, there's a, there's something Orthodox. Yeah. So, now, being Baptist, being a you regular know, Christian. You're never going to make it to heaven. I know. But neither are you. Mm-hmm. So, uh uh, the showing is one thing. You show up, you chit chat with people, you go home. It's not the funeral. That's no. what you do. So uh, Frank's father was a very gregarious, funny, 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 funny guy. Lots of friends. And lots they buried of, him with a hammer. They buried him with a ridge because he was a because uh, he was he was a uh, auto mechanic and engineer. I mean, right. that's he yeah. you know he built things. And one of the kid one of the kids pointed out it wasn't a good wrench, and they went and got a good they, one. He said it wasn't the it, he would never use those kind of tools. It wasn't the right brand. Yeah, they it was got, too they cheap went, of a tool. And one they went of the and got the right one. I just love that. Got, that was really funny. There. Halfway, the evening's almost over, so the viewing is from like four to, I don't know, eight or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't paying it. It was not my day. I wasn't paying attention to the time or anything. And then, okay, so in walks, what would be, I would consider, what do you call it? Central casting? Yeah. Central casting for a a little Irish priest. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. We called central casting. You said we need a little guy who looks like an Irish priest. You'd get this guy, right? Lovely man. He comes in. He's a little short, round. He wasn't fat, but a little short, round mm-hmm. guy was bald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he came in, and they set up the lectern, and he gave a little what I would consider a funeral, a eulogy thing, eulogy. Yeah. yeah. And I was the whole time. I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? Now the funniest part was when the priest walked in the room. The room was semi occupied, mm-hmm. and as soon as the priest walked in the room, they. Scattered. <laughs> I was howling. I'm like, where's everybody going? Where's I? Should I leave? I didn't. I didn't know. And of course, you know, a lot of uh, recovering Catholics, people who are Catholic uh-huh. but they're not, a, you know, they they shun it, whatever. And they all kind of scattered out of the back room. It was kind of funny. So he did his little thing, and everything was over. And one of the one of the grand uh, daughters came over to me, and she's like, "Oh wait, it'll get better later." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And she goes, oh, "The other the the Malachite." I know I'm probably saying that wrong. Is I, it Malachite? I think it's Malachite, but you can wait till the Malachite priest gets here. And I'm like, and I'm thinking when I think of Malachite, I think of a type of stone or a metal. It's Malachite. It's a, uh-huh. it's a, it's a yeah, jewelry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you right. use it for jewelry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, I was like, oh, great. You know, meanwhile, the little kids are in the back around me playing the floors, lava and all this kind of stuff. Okay. Now, real quick. Now, Frank's uh, dad was a Roman Catholic. Right. Now, Frank's daughter was going out with this guy, and he is an Eastern Orthodox Christian. I, I'm probably screwing up the right. The, well, the it's, terms, it's the blanket but, term Eastern right, Orthodox. Right, but, so, but they were they're also Catholic. Whatever this branch it, of Catholicism is, right? So the the Eastern Orthodox churches and the Roman Catholics acknowledge each other, but they don't acknowledge the hierarchy. The Correct. Pope. But you can go to their. We can go to communion in their churches. They can go to communion in ours, and right. that's the big. You know. So they would go, Frank's dad and mom Paul would, and go, would go Paul to this, and Mare. Paul, Paul and Mare would Paul go to this Eastern. Paul and Mare. 
yes. Eastern Orthodox Church. So that's why, even though he's not Eastern Orthodox, they were so familiar with the church because and the priest. Because they go to church with their and daughter. He, they so go he to, came in to know, do it as well. Right, so right. It, it, makes, it doesn't really make a lot of sense that he would have an Eastern Orthodox priest come in other than the familiarity and, also, and the family connection. Also, it's small town Scranton. You know, everybody kind of knows everybody. And, sure, but I'm, and, I'm yes. explaining to our listeners why that. Who are Catholic. Because okay, you really yeah. struggled with that. I don't understand Catholic. I don't understand the different thingies. To me, mm-hmm. it's like you're It's. I guess it would be the difference between being Baptist and Methodist. It's basically the same, but there's some slight differences. It's not quite that simple, but yeah. But okay, that's the idea. okay. So, uh, so uh, the first the first priest came in, and of course, I'm interacting with the family. I'm, you know, watching, and funerals to me are mildly fun. I'm watching the shitty brother that nobody likes. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the snobby sister that is, you know, being a you know overdressed and stuff and 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 a little pompous. And it's like it's Granton, honey, calm down. You know? And <laughs> you know, and, 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 and the whole time I'm texting Frank, I'm like. Did you see that? Did you see? Did you see what so well, did? Can, you two can communicate volumes with just a just look. Just a look, yes, just one look. We've and, known each other forever. Or, or you'll say one word. You'll say pipe, or you'll say <laughs> or, or, or just an oof or whatever. And, and you know the the little there's there's always the one little old lady who you can't believe is still alive, and she's got three hairs on the top of her head yep. teased up into a beehive, and uh-huh. it's like what is that? And, uh, you know, and then there were guys that came in that looked like they could have been bikers. Mm -hmm. And then there were people that came in that looked like they could be bankers. And there were, you know, little old ladies and young kids. And, oh, Polly was so good. You know, he was a a very uh, well-loved character person. So then the next priest comes in. And when this one came in again, there was a scattering because I didn't know what was about to hit. So this guy, he comes in and he's wearing, I w- I'm going to call it a stovepipe hat. It was not a stovepipe hat. It's not, but they look like that. They're really, like really tall. Hat. They're really tall. He's they look this, like the thing the Pope wears. He's got wears. these vests on and he's got this big old long chain thing. Yeah, I, and thought, of course, I thought Catholic priests were ornate. But no. they got nothing on these Eastern no, Orthodox guys. No, Just when you no. think it can't be too elaborate, the Eastern Orthodox guys are like, check out this. And he's and then this this is probably gonna be offensive. He was saying his stuff. He was saying it in English, but the way he was saying it, it sounded Jewish. Yeah. The And of course, I have no idea what I'm, I'm not trying to be offensive. But, and he lights that incense thing. Yeah. And he's swinging that thing. Yeah, it's impressive. And the the room, I, the room smoked up. Like yeah, it cho- it, it like chokingly. Yeah, thick, right? my friend Jessica could not have been there. Her throat would have closed yeah. up. Yeah, and 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 the kids are like you know waving <laughs> and you know stuff, and he gave his little mm-hmm. eulogy thing, and he the funeral home people had to come and open a couple of windows for some cross breathing yeah. cross yeah. cross air. And then after that guy finished his thing, oh, and there was this a printed thing, and I couldn't follow it because. Uh, there was parts that he was supposed to say and parts we were supposed to say, which I understand that, but they weren't in the order on the paper. So I, (laughs) so everybody, and you know, you know, it's like the, when you go to church, you say the stuff without thinking about it. Yeah. So, Looking around at other people's faces, they're kind of blank eyed, kind of looking at the ceiling. And all about the Lord, and about 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 about. And I'm like, and I kept like, where is that on here to the girl beside? She's like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay. 
So uh, so he finished, and then he left, and then one of the grandsons came over to me because I was by one of the windows. He goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, people are going to be driving by thinking it's a smoking party in here, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> when, when they Four opened 12. those windows, it had to billowed, have billowed out yeah. because it was so heavy. And Frank goes, I got to wear this suit again tomorrow. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny. So then after that. You know, the there's an odd comfort in these funeral things because, you know, you're seeing people you don't see that often and you're seeing you 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 know you're you're seeing the the kids you went to high school with oh i saw it in the paper and oh, all for that frank, kind of stuff. Frank yeah exactly, that, exactly. Yeah. and then of course you know there's always family issues at any funeral the two siblings that don't get along or the one sibling that felt that they didn't get enough attention or the a sibling that thinks that you know you know screw all you all i don't like any of you anyway you know it it, it, it is it is it is very very Interesting to me, the family interactions and stuff. And then I also got to meet his Aunt Judy. Now, the funny thing about Aunt Judy is, is I've heard about Aunt Judy for years. Aunt Judy was the cool aunt, the one that probably let you smoke in her house. <laughs> yeah. And when she walks, she when I when Frank introduced her to me, she goes, You're Jack. And I started <laughs> laughing. And she goes, You've been friends with Frankie for a long time. I said, Yes, I have. I don't know why. And she started laughing. And then we started started talking about dogs and we ended up sitting there holding hands. Oh wow. Aunt Judy was so sweet. She kept hugging me. Oh Jack, I'm so glad. Aunt Judy was very very oh, very very yeah, sweet. Every every funeral needs an Aunt Judy. And I met the I met the cousin that's Frank's age a long long time ago. Uh did you live in the apartment that was on the second floor with the dormer? Yeah, you know yeah. like I you know cuz I'm really bad with names. It's kind of funny. And um not trying to get into any family's business, but I was like, Frank, you know, is there, you know, is how much did the funeral cost? He said, we got, we were pretty lucky. We got it for around 10,000. And I'm like, lucky. My mom and dad's both cost about 10,000, a little under, a little over, a little under. A little yeah. Under. Now my mom, who was actually buried, she was buried in a cremation coffin because the right colors it was green and my mother's favorite color was green because okay. <laughs> my Christy, my sister Christy chose the colors and everything and the <laughs> so when my so when my dad dies this is back to back. when my dad dies my sister and my mom and I go into Levitt's funeral home and at this point all the caskets and everything are moved into the basement now my whole life my dad always said, Put me in a cardboard box and throw me in the ocean. He was in the Navy. Yeah. Don't pay for anything. The yeah. Navy will bury me for free. Yeah. Whatever. So my whole life, cardboard box, cardboard box, cardboard box. So when we go to the funeral home to look for the caskets, mom is directly behind the funeral guy who is helping us. And Christy and I were lagging back, you know, making fun of something, I'm sure. Well, when we walk into the into the casket showing room... My mother is standing in the middle of the room with her arms crossed, with a stern look on her face, tapping her foot. And she goes, absolutely not. And Christy and I are like, what did you do something? I didn't do something. What did you do? <laughs> so we continue walking in the room and leaning against the wall right inside the door right. is a large cardboard box that looks like i always say the hammer mill graphic copy boxes the copy paper came in sure it's a big box with a lid and it's for john doe's okay and she's looking at that box and she's looking at christy and me uh -huh. she's like 
Absolutely not. Oh, that you would put your dad in it? And Christy and I started laughing, and we are holding each other up. And, and I, both of us, Mom, think about it. We'll line it with a quilt. We'll, br- <laughs> we'll put Sharpies, Your and you can mom. sign You can sign the top of the box. <laughs> you know, good going, Jack. You know, something, you know, a fond, fond yeah. farewell. You know, she's like, absolutely not. And the reason, Dad would have thought that was Yeah, hysterical. he would have, right? He would have, The right. reason she, she didn't want anyone to think she wasn't willing to spend money on it. <laughs> we left. I said, Mom, we'll put a really one of your really pretty quilts in there. It'll be nice. So, okay. did, you, did you hear the joke about the woman who her husband said uh, he wanted to be married with his money? And the, the widow said, like, you know, Jane, what did, did you? And it's like, he it was his money. If he wanted to be buried with it, that's fine. And it's like, you didn't bury his money with him. I was like, I sure did. You put $7 million in that coffin. She's like, yeah, I did. And she's like, what's wrong with you? She's like, I wrote him a check. <laughs> exactly. So now... The uh, funeral prepar- funeral preparations for my father. We picked the funeral, we casket, blah 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 blah, and then we're f- finaling up with everything. And the and the funeral director guy is like, I don't want this to seem rude, but I really enjoyed taking care. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Christy and I were laughing. It was really funny. So now fast forward to my mom's funeral. Same funeral home. Same guy. Everything's you know. This is. Uh, six, five, six years, five years later, six years later, same thing. And Christy, I gave Christy carte blanche. Whatever she wanted for mom's things was fine. And she's going around, and she picked this elaborate cotton casket that had ceramic coming. No, I'm like, no, listen, listen, listen. It's going in the ground. No one's ever going to see these again. If you know, so we ended up choosing this pretty green casket, and it had um, pink silk lining on the inside. So, and my mother was buried in a green suit with, uh, uh, like a florally, florally blouse underneath. Mm -hmm. So when, (laughs) so the, you know, when the family viewing, when you go to the first, uh, you know, when you get to go see her for the first time, you know, it's just family. And we walk into this funeral and Christy and I walk up and look at mom and we, and she looked fine. Yeah. She looked mm-hmm. perfectly fine. I'm not saying anything negative, but I don't care how good the funeral home is. It's a corpse in a bit. It's, you know, you, you, no matter how good they are. So mom's hair was done and, you know, light makeup. She never really wore a lot of makeup, you know, all this kind of stuff. And Christy goes, she looks like an Easter egg. <laughs> Pink lining, yeah. green suit, floral, but yeah. it did. It was very bright. And then I was like, she looks a little Joan Crawfordy. And then Christy and I are both <laughs> looking at each other and doing this thing with our lips. Like, she looks like Joan Crawford. She looks like Joan. I'm sure that softened and the, the and, blow. And the funeral, the funeral director's like, is everything okay? Like, oh, no, no, no. Everything's fine. <laughs> well, now getting back to the okay, okay, okay. Because we still the best part is yet to come. The next day, this is this winds down. You go back to the hotel. Right. So I go but back, the next day. So is, then we go back to Frank's house afterwards, and and there we had food at the house after the after the viewing, and uh 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 and Frank's and I Frank's like, are you coming to the funeral? I said, no, I'm just gonna. I don't. I really don't like going to funerals if I don't have to. So. I'm showed my respect. I'm leaving. And he goes, would, would you do me a huge favor? And I said, if I can. And he said, would you please come and stay at the house tomorrow during the funeral? And I started laughing. Why did he want of you to do that? Of course I will. Now, if you're from a small town, right. your funeral information is in the local paper. Yes. 
that's when thieves come and rob your oh, house. Oh, you know, no, no. That makes a lot of sense, actually. So, yeah. a girl, I went to high school, did it for my mom. At, uh, she was at the house. Uh, with, watching your house. And the house. other thing is, if you're there in case people bring food by or people ah, bring yeah, something yeah, yeah. back. But mostly for the robbers. But mostly for the robbers, yes. So, of course, Frank's mother was like, you know, they'll come and rob the house, you know? So so, so I sat there, I made some eggs. Yeah. And I sat there and I watched, uh, listened to stuff on my iPad or whatever. Did you drink the tap water? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> that's funny. I drink a lot of tap water. And I just drink water. I just drink tap water. I don't care if it's bought. I don't fucking care. It's water. And uh, I was drinking water and everybody noticed I was drinking tap water. Are you drinking the tap water? And Judy, don't. Are you drinking the tap water? Oh, my God, don't drink the tap water. And I was like, what's wrong? Oh, God, you don't drink the water here. And Frank's holding up Aquafina bottles or whatever, like, yeah. drink bottled yeah, water. There, there was a newspaper article and about And then the next day, I'm sitting clear. there at 9 o'clock in the morning, and the morning paper's there. Tests done on local water, uh, chemical, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, great. My hair's going to fall out. Oh, I already did. So uh, after the funeral, Frank came and got me. Then we went to a lovely little restaurant, had food. I, of course. What did he say about the food? Oh, he goes, This is Scranton food. <laughs> and it was a lovely restaurant. I'm not, I don't even, I, could, yeah, I right. wouldn't even tell you the name. I don't even know the name. It was a lovely little restaurant. They had a lovely little banquet room set up for the <laughs> Steam friends trays and family. Just... <laughs> Steam trays. Yes. Everything was a little overcooked. <laughs> Everything was, now the food was not bad. I'm sure. not saying it was bad. They had plenty of beverages and salad. They had plenty of food and nobody left hungry. But Frank was like, I really wanted you to experience this. This is, this is cuisine. Yeah. And I'm like, this is Parkersburg food. This is the same food you get in Parkersburg. So, uh, and then uh, after that, it and then ended, and then I trotted on back down here. Now, uh, like I said, you know, funerals. I, I I know they're a sad thing, and I and I know it is something to be. I think it's easier when it's when it was when somebody who is as well loved and was uh, you know was having kind of you know said his goodbyes and you know yeah. wasn't and and you know and and everybody came together i think it that was went as well as could be expected didn't it, it did and frankly didn't he was putting out during the time of covid yeah. he couldn't get over one the amount of people who didn't want to wear masks yeah and two how many older people came out yeah i mean it wasn't packed by mm -hmm. any stretch of the imagination but there were a lot of people Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you shouldn't be out yeah. here. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, you'd look around the room and, and the funeral home was had very strict, you know, you must wear a mask, you must this, you must that. But, you know, you'd see, you know, after a while, people were taking their masks off and some people were, some people weren't. And it was just... Yeah. You know, it's just this time of COVID. It's just such a pain in the ass. Well, I read his obituary, and it read like a true son of Scranton. He was born in Scranton, and he was in the military for a bit, right? Yep. And then he worked at, uh, you know, the yard. He worked around Scranton his entire life, never left. They have a nice little house. There was that little... Uh, that little uh, bit in the television yes. where they put in the oh yeah they had chair. A, they were like local TV celebrities <laughs> kind of like you were when you were a kid back at Burgersburg. <laughs> to close this out, this is uh, this is an honor, Paul. Did anyone tell you? No. I love you.